0: We want to be your BFF.
1: BFF. BFF.FM, best frequencies forever. BFF.FM, best frequencies
0: forever. Streaming with my
2: besties.
0: Get up
3: your Rebels at your own discretion and crank that treble for your new obsession It's DJ Webbles
2: on the hangover session Good morning everybody!
4: Souls, God knows your lonely souls.
1: There you have it, my friends. You just heard Uncle and Lonely Soul featuring the voice of Richard Ashcroft, of course. That tune came out 25 years ago, making me feel old. Um, that was also from the soundtrack to um, Hijack, which is a new Idris Elba kind of series film thingamajig and uh, very worth watching on Apple TV if you have happened to. Have that. Uh, highly recommend it. All right, welcome back to the Hangover Sessions. You are listening to the 290th Hangover Sessions, no less. And we have lots of good music coming up for you today, including the wondrous Francesca Lee returning to the show. First time since 2018, I might add, something like that. So it's been a couple of years since I last had Francesca on the show. She is a, a fantastic San Francisco Bay Area. Musician and singer, songwriter. So very excited to have her on the show again today. She'll be coming up around 30 minutes into this show, so stay tuned for that. Um, we are going to have a couple of songs from my playlist before we flip over to Francesca's. And next up we have Marion Black and Who Knows, a track from the 1970s, which I really liked and um, or really like and picked out recently. And then another song that was released in 2014 called Lost. In the Night by Palace. I hope you enjoy both of these. It's really good to be back. I know it's been a, a good few weeks since I did a, a show like this, a live show, I should say. Um, I've been doing a few reruns and all that jazz. So, really nice to be back here on BFF.fm. I hope you've been enjoying all the lovely shows. We're in our 10th year of BFF, so it's a big celebration year for us, and there's so many great shows on BFF.fm. Please go and check out the website. You can listen to um, old recordings as well. There's lots of archive shows on there as well. And it's just the most eclectic radio station there is really in the Bay. So go and check it out when you can on bff.fm, of course. All right, here we go. Here's Marion Black and Who Knows, followed by Lost in the Night and Palace. I'm your host, DJ Webbles. You're listening to The Hangover Sessions and Francesca Lee coming up in about 20 minutes. Stay tuned.
5: Who knows what tomorrow will bring Maybe sunshine and maybe rain But as for me, I'll wait and see And maybe it'll bring my love to And know, another day, another day, just another day, I want to live, to share the love that only she can give. and if she don't, don't phone. I pray the Lord will help me carry on.
6: This is Year of the
3: Fist.
7: You're listening to.
3: Hangover Sessions. This is Doocy Clips. I'm chilling with DJ Webbles. This is the Hangover Sessions. BFF.FM. Best frequencies forever. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There you go. Juicy Clips. My first ever guest on BFF.FM. Uh, hopefully we'll have him back one of these days. Also from the band Bang Data. Fantastic artist. Also based in the Bay Area. Go and check him out sometime if you can. Juicy Clips. Everybody. All right, you just heard Lost in the Night by Palace. And then before that, we had Who Knows by Marion Black. Hope you enjoyed those two tracks. Next up, we have another wondrous tune by uh, an artist called Miso Extra, and it's called 1013. It was released a couple of years ago. Uh, Fantastic track. Hope you enjoy it. And then swiftly followed by Freedom and Follimore. I've been checking out a lot of... uh, circle kind of uh what is it my analog journal and there's a boiler room kind of sets on youtube recently and there's just so much good dj like sets i mean like soundcloud and all that jazz as well of course but you know when you're working and you need to listen to some good tracks highly recommend checking out those boiler room my analog journal and circle spelled c-e-r-c-l-e And you'll find all kinds of hidden treasures on on those three uh, as you go through the the playlist. If you do like autoplay, you'll just get loads of good music to get you through your days. Uh, So Follimore played um, on a boiler room set, I think, uh, in Edinburgh at the All Play Festival. And it is just so fun to watch him DJing in front of a crowd of Edinburghers. I don't know if that's the best way to describe them. Scottish Lads and lasses just having a good time at a festival. And there's nothing better than watching people having a good time at a festival. It just makes you smile. And, you know, even though you're focusing on other things while you're listening to it, potentially, just, you know, every now and again, go and have a look at the video and just see these happy faces just having a good time listening. There's also a really good ABBA, Abba drop uh, during the set, uh, which I would highly recommend waiting for. Uh, yeah, that's more at the uh, Boiler Room on the Boiler Room, sorry, at the All Play Festival. And uh, this next song, or next song after next, is Freedom by Fulhamore, and it's from an album called Manifesto. So yeah, check these out. Francesca coming up in a a few minutes, half an hour into this show. I hope you enjoy these. Thanks for listening, everybody. You are listening to the 290th Hangover Sessions. Don't forget to listen to my sister show, West of Twin Peaks, every other Sunday from mine. And I really am grateful for you being here today, listening to this. Francesca up soon. Enjoy the music. Here we go.
8: It sounds social, and you're listening to
3: Hangover Sessions.
9: To sleep early, I got to be cool, I got to go cheap, I got to make art, I got to go humble, I got to be calm, I got to go crazy, I got to go mad, I got to go sober, I got to relax, I got to love him, I got to love her, I got to aim high, I got to go numb, I got to hate this, I got to hate that, I got to go lazy, but I gotta be sharp.
8: What's up, friends? This is indie rock nerd Megan Slankard. I don't know about you, but three of my most favorite things are saying "fuck it and eating dinner twice, the deafening dissonance of a train's horn in the distance, and listening to DJ Webble's Hangover Sessions. New episodes available every other Sunday on BFF.FM. Best frequencies
0: forever.
1: There you have it, Megan Slankard. everybody. Go and check her out. It's got so much good music online, and you can invest in her music by following her on Patreon and get loads of good, kind of early releases and all that good stuff. And her, she does a tea time show as well, which is really fun on a Sunday. Uh, go and check it out after you listen to Hangover Sessions, of course, and West of Twin Peaks. All right, enough rambling. Uh, we are going to finish with one final song from my playlist before flipping over to Francesca her live songs here in the barn sounded absolutely fabulous and really excited for you to hear them this is an artist i wanted to introduce to you all called genevieve dawson she is from edinburgh and this is a brand new song by her called i want enjoy this everybody thanks for listening
4: It's wondrous, it's It's wondrous. (laughs) You're listening to BFF.FM, Best Frequencies Forever, Hangover Sessions and DJ Webbles with Tim Marco.
1: All right, good morning, Francesca.
10: Good morning. How are you today?
1: I'm doing good. Yeah, how's the hangover on a scale of 1 to 10?
10: Um, I would say 0. Nice. I'm I'm feeling good today. Feeling no fresca. hangover.
1: Nice. It's good stuff. What about you? I would say I'm probably around I would say I'm I'm a 0 too. I'm feeling pretty good. It's a sunny day here in Oakland.
10: It is very sunny.
1: Been looking after my daughter this weekend, so staying relatively uh, <laughs> relatively sober to be a good dad. Um <laughs> And that's Zoe in the background. She's going to be featuring today because she's actually here in the in the barn, hanging out with us.
10: Yeah, and she's going to ho- maybe introduce a song but later. Potentially,
1: too. she needs to get to know these songs.
10: Zoe, Zoe, <laughs> we started the show.
1: This is not going to plan.
0: This was not <laughs> in the script.
1: Okay, so it's been a while since we last got you on the show. I think it was twenty eighteen. So I been know. A few things that have happened since then.
10: <laughs> I know. I mean, you had a. You had a daughter, <laughs> you you have this beautiful home now. It's quite we had different. The pandemic. <laughs> we did. We had that, all that happened. And it's just kind of like, yeah, sometimes I wonder, where did the time go and yeah. what happened? I
1: know, five years, five and a half years you were last on the show. So April 2018, I was just looking and that was like the 141st show and this is the 290th.
10: Well, congratulations.
1: Yeah. So done a bunch more shows since then.
10: And you've had a lot of really great artists too. Yeah, I've been very lucky.
1: I think Donovan was one of my first... No, he was on the Lost Church show that I did, but he was in here a few... He was my first guest after COVID in here.
10: Oh, really cool. I remember that actually. Yeah. yeah.
1: I was like, I'm going to go with Donovan because I know him really well. And if I mess up the whole sound thing, he's going to be fine with it.
10: <laughs> oh yeah, Donovan's awesome. He just goes
1: with the flow and he's such a good guy to have around. And um, he was talking about, you know, not being able to play open mics during the pandemic. And it was just like <laughs> licking people's faces is basically what open mics are like to play during the pandemic. Because <laughs> yeah. it just went off. He couldn't do anything for about two years.
10: We didn't. I mean, for me, I was doing a lot of, I was doing a lot of teaching nice. with music, which was really kind of nice. Online and thing? Yeah.
1: Remote stuff?
10: A nice. lot of online which stuff. Which we are still
1: doing, right? We should, it's, it's okay to talk about that.
10: Yeah. A, you
1: know, you, d- you teach, um, I saw voice,
10: songwriting, piano and guitar. I do. And then, and during the pandemic, um, I, I started these really amazing songwriting groups where I was, it started as, you know, I was teaching, but then um, it became more of a, a support group, you know, artists that wanted to have their songs critiqued and, um, and just develop kind of a family online yeah. and some of those people I actually never met in person but <laughs> but they're close to me
1: and yeah, yeah.
10: we had that bond
1: nice. which was
10: very weird that that you could create it's that you online can do on a
1: remote. yeah I mean I work in a remote company yeah now, so. okay but we have we do meet occasionally do you ever meet occasionally the people or have you just literally some of them you've just never met
10: um actually well a lot of them I have met and um are they
1: further afield as well then or are they mostly in California
10: no but we um I had um a few that were I was there some were in um, Florida. Nice. Some were in um, Los Angeles. Okay. And um, Arizona. Wow, so different places.
1: Of, yeah, I mean it's online, so you might as well as long as yeah you've got a good connection right you're in good shape.
10: Yeah, because I mean online it's you can be anywhere. It's insane. Oh, and yeah. also one of my students, she was in France yeah when I was I was coaching doing some vocal coaching for nice. her. So. How long's the session? Is it an hour? For the songwriting usually it an uh, well it usually goes an hour and a half mm-hmm. because there's a lot to share but um for teaching usually an hour okay although I am a fan of the 30 minute <laughs> just because you can get all you know get to the point yeah, and yeah, get yeah. what you're doing but yeah, exactly. I Exactly. but sometimes some people need more work you know like they want to work on something if I'm co-writing yeah. with the songwriter that we need a little time for that. Yeah.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah, and you've been writing some songs. I see you brought out The Revelator. Uh, you brought out another single, Nothing. Nothing a- at all. At all. And then um, also more recently, Come Back to Me mm-hmm. is a yeah. recent song. Um, so, yeah, well, let's should we start with a live song and see how we get on? Yeah,
10: let's go ahead and start with a live tune.
1: All right. What's this one called?
10: Nothing at all.
7: Turn me off, playing me like a song, like it was nothing at all. You come and go as you please. Sidney. in the pot like you were the king of hearts but you're not that tough calling it quits before you start oh when you are like a crab in your shed at the bottom of a way than me. Oh, maybe you got some insecurities. I'm afraid of what might be. So you do nothing else.
1: Stuff.
10: Thanks. Yeah, this is a first first thing I played in the morning. So <laughs> you know when you're like and I drink yeah. a lot of coffee, I'm like, oh I gotta I'm used to playing more in the evening.
1: <laughs> That's Sounding really great. So that was nothing at all, right? Yes. And that was released in October 2021. Is that the one?
10: So that one, you know, I, I kind of did a yeah. soft release on that on Bandcam, and now I'm basically that song is going to go eventually on my EP oh, nice. or a song. full-length album. So it's in a way, it's kind of like it's it's released for um, it's not on Spotify. Yeah. yeah, it's not completely out there. Right. Um, but for people that, you know, are... That missed Francesca
1: for the last... Yeah, and that years.
10: are fans and support my music. I wanted to put something out there and I, I thought, well, I'll just start putting out some of these singles yeah. Um, and just kind of get a feel, um, get, you know, see what people think of the new material. And so far it's, you know, I've had a lot of great um, response from it. Yeah. But yeah, this is Same definitely going to... Yes, well. and some In- shows. We did
1: Inside Lands recently, which is a fantastic outfit. Is it, was it Inside Lands with Drew? I or was did. was it a new kind of look, Inside Lands?
10: So um so Drew, yeah, we did well that we did do something, but I guess most recently um he we had a little spot that he had his um different songwriter friends go to yeah. the Bazaar Cafe for their ah, anniversary party. Yeah. Um so I did that. Um and but yeah, Drew's a really close friend and um he definitely has me um, has we've done a lot of stuff, and yeah. I think last summer we had some more shows that um, he I joined him for. Oh, which you joined, were really great.
1: You collaborated like <laughs> live together.
10: Yeah, we've done nice. some shows. We did one last year at Bazaar Cafe. Um, and then I also performed for his birthday show with Peter Case. And that was last year. Right. And that was really great. That was a house concert kind of thing that we did.
1: Nice. And you played at Blush a couple of weeks ago as well, right? You did a showcase.
10: No, that was that was a little further. Actually, what I did was a North Beach um, okay. festival. It, it's not the actual North Beach festival. It's called All Day Music in North Beach. And um, it's where they had opened up. Various venues all over North Beach, so there was music literally yeah, everywhere. North Beach. Yeah, yeah, I mean it was kind of good. like reminded me of South by Southwest, sort nice. of how they have during that time. Like you know, you can go to like any restaurant, any venue, and there's Stroll just around. music yeah. everywhere. Good so, for it as well. Yeah, so I actually played at. um uh, it was an Italian bookstore, a really uh. neat place there. But um, we brought the trio there.
1: And who is the trio?
10: The trio, well, we were talking about uh, Donovan earlier. Yeah. So um, right now we're the Francesca Lee Trio. And Donovan Plant is playing bass nice. for me. Um, Liam Hart, who um, is also pretty well known as a drummer, his um, he's also playing with me. And then I'm also playing guitar and then um, piano or nice. keyboard.
1: Yeah, shout out to Donovan. I know he listens to the show occasionally, so
10: yeah, love that guy. <laughs> yeah, I know. And and he's also, you know, been doing his, um, with his band. The Leafs. The Leafs, the <laughs> Still Leafs. gets me that name every <laughs> the time. The Leafs. <laughs> All
1: right, so let's get your first uh, two Desert Island songs. I didn't compare with the previous time we did this, if these are a fresh oh, so, it's so it's so different. So let yeah. me just,
10: I'll just kind of refresh your memory. My last um, uh, playlist was more, I think, stuff that I was, inspired by or like you know a lot of them were uh female singer songwriters yeah. and a lot of nine. i think it was pretty 90s heavy the last we'll have one to look
1: back I'll, I'll take a cheeky look in a bit so
10: this is different this is like more of like what i if you come to my place in san francisco i mean of course my playlist would be a lot longer do you have a turntable um i do but it is broken right now <sighs> so i'm i'm going with the spotify list yeah. but this would be most likely on rotation. So nice. that's why I picked these songs. Okay, <laughs>
1: songs. lovely. And this is a Lovely Day Bill Withers cover? Oh, no, not Bill.
10: Oh, no, 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 sorry. No. <laughs> no, no, no. So let <laughs> so me... Sorry I'll again. just get a little bit... So this is um, a song by Big Star. Um, nice. A lot of people that are big st- um, fans of Big Star um said to me, oh, I don't even know this song because this song was a demo recording that came out on their um, uh, box set yeah. album. I-, I pulled this off of Spotify. I particularly... Um, there you know they. Big Star has a lot of great songs, um, but I like this song because I play it a lot when I'm driving through the city. I love the twelve string guitar, and it just has a nice raw sound to it, and it's just nice. very simple. So, anyway, where are they
1: from, Big Star?
10: Big Star. Well, um, Alex Chilton was, um, he was, uh, you know, Memphis, the huh? songwriter, um, I. Maybe I have to look and see where Al- where Alex Chilton was originally from. Um, but he had so many great songs. and i I feel like really uh, you know, underrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah um if you for people that don't are not as familiar, no, not, um, check out just the studio albums. I mean, you can go on you know whatever playlist. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many good songs. I mean, nice. songs that really, to me should have been uh, known. More and I'm almost wanting to cover one of them.
1: Yeah, um, and, and th- keep it secret so you can enjoy them yourself. You know. Yeah,
10: exactly. So <laughs>
1: treasure them. <laughs> and then Serge Serge Gainsbourg. Uh, I mean, he's amazing, isn't he?
10: Oh yeah. Well, okay. Another thing: Are we going to go down the list? Like We're going to do t- two.
1: We'll do two back to back.
10: Okay. So the other one, the other song. The reason why I picked this: I had Francois Hardy at first. I have a love for like late '60s. This song came out in the early '70s. French. He's the one that did Je
1: T'aime. Yeah. This isn't that song though, right? This is a different, it's a different one.
10: This is a different one. Yeah. Yeah. This is a different one. Um, But also if you listen to it, you're probably like, oh, okay, I know this song. Um, But yeah, it's uh, it's, I, you know, for me, the music is always very dreamy and puts me in a good mood. So. Lovely. Yeah. So that's why I chose that song. Thank (laughs) you.
1: Thank you, Francesca. All right. This is Lovely Day demo version. By Big Star. And then we've got, let me try this. Je suis venu te dire. No, that doesn't work. Je suis venu te dire que je m'en vais. Oh my God. You do you want me to say it?
10: You go. Okay, I have to, like, my French friends will be like, Save they me. always program. Okay, <laughs> so Je suis venu te dire que je m'en vais.
1: <laughs> Thank you. You salvaged it.
0: Community radio.
10: All your friends are doing it All
3: your friends are doing it All your friends are
2: doing All it. your friends are doing it
1: All your friends are doing
10: All it All your friends are doing
2: it <laughs> Best frequencies forever
6: <laughs> Woke up in the middle of the day Sun street
11: Je suis venu te dire que je m'en vais Et tes larmes n'y pourront rien changer Comme d'ici bien Verlaine, au vent mauvais Je suis venu te dire que je m'en vais Tu te souviens des jours anciens et tu pleures Tu blêmis la présence qu'à son éveil Des adieux à jamais Je suis au regret De te dire que je m'en vais Je t'aimais, oui mais Je suis venu te dire que je m'en vais si bien vers l'air en mauvais Je suis venu te dire que je m'en vais Tu te souviens des jours heureux Je suis venu te dire que je m'en vais. Tu te souviens des jours anciens où tu pleurais. Tu souffres que tu plaiis à présent. Que son heureux. Les adieux à jamais. Je suis heureux. dire Que je m'en vais, tes sanglots longs n'est pour rien changer. Comme d'ici bien Verlaine au vent mauvais, je suis venu te dire que je m'en vais.
1: Lovely stuff. So that was big star, and the song was lovely day. Nothing to do with Bill Withers. No, Very different. no. So way off the mark. But there. but
10: that, I love Bill Will- Withers too. Um, and um, that's actually not one of my favourite <laughs> songs. <of this.
1: laughs> um, the Bill Withers
10: one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's been covered a decent amount in life, hasn't it?
10: When I wake up yeah. in the morning, <laughs> it's been chosen. I will say it's, it's been chosen as a desert
1: island disc before on here.
10: Yeah, I mean, of course, it's a great song. I yeah. mean, all those songs are are great. Um, but you know, when you have so much of variety now oh to choose God, from, yeah. um, especially with like um, just having, be able to get stream music, you do you get a little bit picky with. Yeah. Oh, that's not my favorite one. I like how this. do you
1: how do you discover music these days? Is it through friends? Because you've got quite a nice community of musicians as well that you work with, right?
10: Yeah, um, well, I mean, discovering music, I mean, I, through some friends, I, um, I have a friend actually recently that got me into a, a singer-songwriter that I've been listening to this past week. Um, that's newer on my playlist. But, um, you know, I, I have to say, I mean, some of my music is on Spotify as well. I mean, I, I, I do utilize the streaming. Uh, discover s- Weekly. So, yeah, well, that morning. I, well, that is actually I like those mixes because uh, yeah. sometimes they'll you know um, curate stuff for me that um, that I'm I'd never heard of before. And um, but a lot of the stuff I listen I tend to kind of default back to is a lot of the classic mm-hmm. music, rock and roll, f- folk, jazz. Yeah, I listen to a lot of instrumental jazz at home as well because sometimes. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I think as a songwriter for me, because I'm so In touch with the words, and I love songwriting and songs that um, that, you know that move me. Mm -hmm. I can't kind of concentrate when I'm listening (laughs) to a song, you know, if it's like breaking my heart, these lyrics, it's like, or something. It's just really hard to focus for me um, because it's when I listen to a song, it's like all I can listen to is the words and want to listen to it again and kind of become part of that song in some way. Uh, so I do listen to a lot of instrumental jazz just to kind of like take nice. my mind yeah. away from. You have
1: to engage in the vocals yeah. side of it.
10: Like I, I didn't put this on the playlist, but um, one thing that I'm always playing pretty much, and I've been made fun of this before, is Bill Evans. I love Bill Evans, the, the piano player, um, and... Uh, People joke around so. and <laughs> um "You know, there's more music than <laughs> Bill Evans, Francesca." But it's just, I just, I love it, and also I play piano, so it makes yeah. sense why I would listen to instrumental piano music. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. nice. And then, so all your music is mostly—I th- mean, you do Spotify and all that stuff, but it's nice to see you on Bandcamp as well because that's really important
10: I l-
6: to get money.
1: For, I for
10: really like, it, yeah, did. I love Bandcamp, and I think I Bandcamp Fridays. Yeah, and I mean, I'm just going to keep on releasing stuff on there. I mean, of course, I will get it out. Um, the music will be available um, on, you know, iTunes and all the different yeah. um, platforms Tidal. and stuff. Yeah, I'm going to get it. <laughs> but I think right now what I'm doing is I, I kind of want to release stuff to sort of in an sort of exclusive way. Nice. You know, well, and you're, I, drip,
1: you're drip feeding right now, right? You're dro- dropping songs every now and again, ready for the do you have the album like mapped out
10: um pretty much i mean i I have you know there's some things that obviously can be uh will come up you know but i i I definitely have a vision for what i like to put out and actually i mean one of the things that i really need the support from is obviously fans and Mm -hmm. um so i will be working on you know Trying to uh, raise some money for this project that nice. I'm that I'm doing, Indiegogo or Kickstarter, one of those. Not so sure, yeah. I mean, I again, I want to put out a lot of free stuff. And I and I have been on Bandcamp at one point. You you know, you could just download anything um, because I want people to obviously have the music, and mm-hmm. and if they love it, then I'm like, oh, well, I'm doing a good job with what I'm doing. Um, which so far, it's it's been that way with the material that I've been putting out. Also, mm-hmm. the, the the songs that I've been putting out, I mean, are really a development of my voice, my style, all the That's many, nice. many years that I've been doing this. Um, so I ha- I feel like I have so much to offer now. Although um, some of my catalog from years ago, I, I'm thinking of also re-recording yeah. some of those songs. Yeah, you yeah know it's nice. Yeah, I, We
1: listen to my music in the car sometimes because Zoe wants to listen to it. Aww. And listening back to it, I'm like, maybe I'll maybe I'll record this again and do it in a different style. You know, it's kind of cool to go back we to We can do anything stuff. nowadays. Yeah. I
10: mean, honestly, it's it's so different. I remember when, years ago, when, well, when I first moved to San Francisco and um, I was in my early 20s, you know, every there was all these rules. People would say about the song, how long it has to be. You need to put this song first because yeah. this is the upbeat song. This is your pop song. Yeah. And then, I don't know, it just really made my head spin and I – I never really felt like I was getting anywhere because there was yeah. always something that said, "Well, you you have to now do this." Oh, well, you can't do this. And now, what's amazing about I have to say the the, the positive thing about music today is that um, there's just way too much going on. online. <laughs> I mean, like, and and that's not such a good thing either. But but it's uh, there's a lot of possibilities and yeah. rules are different because people now an individual will curate their own world of their playlist. And like who they like, Mm -hmm. and just because that person's not mainstream doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Um, You just have to find your people that want to. Let's say I love this music. Yeah.
1: Do you go to many live shows still? Do you try and get to live shows, like local or big acts, bigger acts?
10: Um, You know, I I do see. I'm around a lot of music. Um, I work with other, helping other musicians. I mean we could just bring this up now because we kind of talked about it earlier, but there's an organization called bread and roses presents yeah. that I've been affiliated with for quite, you know, many, many years. Um, and they are a nonprofit organization that brings live music to people that are in need. Um, so, or, or in institutionalized isolated audiences. Mm-hmm. So that could be at a hospital that could be at a senior home at a, a food bank, center, um, at a prison, yeah. at a jail, drug rehab. And uh, we have, there's a lot of different artists that perform from really talented amateurs to really, um, you know, obviously people that are well-known, yeah. more well-known or- artists. And, and that is one of the thing, um, organizations I'm around a lot, so I help actually to look for artists that want to volunteer Book their time. the
1: artists. nice. Yeah, so and like so the
10: I and R. Yeah, nice. <laughs> and so I so I organize a lot of shows and I'll see a lot of live music. I know a lot of um, obviously been in the SF Bay Area for years, so I know a lot of musicians. My friend shows I love going to. Um, I lo- I also love going to bigger shows too when I can. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, if it's possible for me to go to see a you know uh, an artist. Um, uh, I did see. Um, I'm sure I saw a show af- after this, but. I did go see Jonathan Richmond um, play at the Herbs Theater in San Francisco. Oh, lovely! Yeah, it's a great venue. Yeah, that was and that was wonderful. And I'm—it's funny, full circle. Jonathan Richmond um, was most of you that um, know of him know of his solo work, but also um, obviously his band, the Modern Lovers. And I met him through Bread and Roses, of all places. Nice. I used to bring him to preschools to play for the really? kids. <laughs> yeah, in the Tenderloin and the, the low-income preschools um, for s- quite a few years. Um, and uh, so that's just another thing. But he was actually the last, <laughs> I think, the last show that oh, a friend of mine said, hey, I have an extra ticket. Do you want to go? And I was like, yeah, I want to oh, go. Yeah, yeah. So. Brilliant. Good stuff. All right, so let's get another
1: original song on uh, okay. by you, if you're cool with that.
10: Yeah, so I'm on the, the, the keyboard now. Yeah, nice. This will be my last piano and then I'm going to do uh yeah I'll just play some stuff on guitar
7: Love Lost in a dream the best of
6: Listening
0: to BFF.FM. best forever.
1: Wondrous, lovely stuff. Loving all these songs. I'm noticing some solemnness in the in some of the songs as well. Don't yeah,
10: I mean that's what's what's been coming out, and um, I think creating a, a vibey, moody album is mm. is totally amazing and yeah. great. And I think that you have to kind of go
1: as well in a way, right?
10: Yeah, it is, but I think also my songs. Authentic. Yeah, in a way, but I think that. Well, of course, I guess I'm like in a way. That's not true. Like, of course, I'm like, who are you fooling? Um, no, I think that like the but the also I think it's a way that you. So it's sort of the way that you also uh, construct the songs. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're gonna write a song, right? And if I had everything in one sort of tempo, yeah you can write really heartbreaking music that's slow, but it's all about the sort of dynamics and they can be very subtle. And -hmm. I think that's a, that's kind of the genius behind curating and putting together an album and figuring out how you do it. Um, And I think I have that and I I have more, you know, obviously that I'm working on. Um, But uh, I think that that's, I mean, that seems like the vibe also, but my music it's also hopeful. I mean, there's something about it that has a, a longing thing to it. But yeah. it's also, I never write songs that are just completely like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's like. <laughs> yeah.
1: You can it, interpret I'm it gonna, in your own way. It's always important, right, for any songwriter, I think.
10: I think so. I think, you know? well, that's what it is, right? Isn't every song that we ever hear, it's never, we're never going to feel the way the writer felt. Yeah. You're going to put it in your own your own mo- internal movie yeah and fantasy world, and that's really, I think, what we're writers, yeah. have a lot of, what our kind of job is, where we we have our experiences, we put them in this beautiful sort of uh, movie that lasts for, I don't know, a, I don't know, what say three, five minutes, and um, you create a fantasy world for somebody, and a lot of it's nostalgic, or mm-hmm. for the person listening, they, there's maybe one word or a line that, Resonates with them from a memory or a feeling, and I think that that is the beauty of music.
6: Yeah, absolutely.
1: When are you thinking of releasing this new album? When's it? When do you think it's going to happen?
10: Well, the plan was that I was going to do the um, finish the EP by the end of the year. I have hopes that that will happen. Um, I think it's totally possible for me to at least come up a studio and. Yeah, I think it's totally possible for me to complete at least an EP. I would like to finish now the full length. That's not realistic. I mean, I think it's realistic for next year. EPs are great, though. Like five tracks, six tracks, right? Which I pretty much have. I mean, that would just take a few sessions to do. I Mm -hmm. just... um, And, you know, to at least have that goal to finish it and then we can start getting it out there to the world um, early next year. Um, So that's... that. At least that is my goal. That's what I want. I hope that that will happen. But if that doesn't happen... um, this year then it will happen very soon mm-hmm. nice. probably very early and early next year
1: nice and the ways to follow you are you've got um instagram right francesca yeah Lee music so
10: francesca so at so i guess at francesca lee music yeah. my instagram it's actually the first thing now which is thank goodness comes up on the google searches because That's good. It used to be another Francesca Lee. I'm not going to get into it, but you can look for yourself, and you'll know. Um, so now it's PG, uh, the, the Francesca Lee. Well, there's more, to, a little more of the story, but I am the first one, that, and so Francesca Lee music. Um, also, uh, I have right now my, you know, my website sort of um, uh, getting back out there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's FrancescaLeeMusic.com. Okay. But if you go on there and you know, you sign up for my mailing list, you get a free download mm-hmm. of like basically what is the rough EP. And you're, you know, you're only going to get it for a limited time. Oh, so, there you go
1: get on there. Also, you can buy the digital track or you can buy the discography. I can't say that word very well. <laughs> on uh, Bandcamp. Yeah. So, get on it.
10: Yeah. So, the Bandcamp's easy. Just look up my name, Francesca Lee. Yeah. Um, And so, and just to make this clear, there is another <laughs> Francesca Lee from. I think it was an album from the 70s and it's... um, It's felt the same. It's a different one. Um, You'll know if there's a sexy woman on the front cover when you don't see her face and she's in some kind of leather outfit, that's definitely not me. (laughs) But I think you can kind of tell the difference. Um, But I am loving the new photography that you're doing. Like the Revelator
1: was fantastic as well. Like that whole kind of dark background vibe. Yeah,
10: I have this great guy, um, great photographer, Matt. Um and he um his name is Matt Dilge he lives he's based in New York City now, but um, why well, do you do it then? You have to go there. No like, no no, no. I met him in to... San Francisco. Okay, okay, but he's from he's from New York and then he okay. moved back there. I'm sad because he's an incredible photographer. Um, but he's he's shooting a lot of yes, concerts. Fantastic. But he had that whole idea and we went to where is that called? Like I should know this. I I live very close by there, but. When you go like under the Golden Gate Bridge, there's that whole um, like, like, okay, so there's Fort Mason, there's Crissy Field at the end. There's kind of way. Yeah, it is. But there's, it's like, it's like a military. Yeah. You can, I don't know. That's where we filmed. We Um, filmed it. We took the
1: photos of it. It overlooks the Golden Gate Bridge and everything. I can't remember. No, it's like under, but I
10: always forget the fort something or um, anyway, we, he found it was so cold that day. Um, and very windy and freezing and we had to climb up these old staircases um, it, it was quite a ordeal
1: it's definitely got <laughs> it's definitely got a vibe it's got I love the lighting of it oh it looks
10: fantastic thank you Fort Point would that be the one okay I didn't think it was Fort Point Fort Point
1: National Historic Site yeah yeah it's right it's, next to it
10: it's just I mean it's so close by to where yeah. I live and um
1: where do you live in NSF now which district? Because you've basically lived, lived there for most of your life. Well, you've been around. Like, you've been to Liverpool. And,
10: I lived in okay. England. I lived a lot, um, different places. But, um, well, my father moved to uh, the Avenues, the Richmond district, mm-hmm. when I was a child. So I've always kind of been hanging out around that neighborhood and there. So I, c- I kind of always think of that as home. But no, but I've actually been um, in the Cow Hollow okay. um, nice. area. And that's like, basically, I'm down the hill from Russian Hill. Yeah, um, lovely. Kind of close to everything.
1: Yeah, it's a beautiful area, but beautiful part of San Francisco. All right, let's get the next two tracks on. We have Mr. David Bowie. Bowie
10: He <laughs> said Bowie
1: So sorry <laughs> David Bowie I should know better I don't know where I got distracted I always like test it out No but you have The words.
10: British accent yeah, So yeah, you're, yeah. You're, you, can, you can get away with Bowie it Bowie <laughs> Bowie It's
1: his son's name uh, Soul Love 2012 remaster
10: That's a remaster <laughs> That didn't yeah. come out then
1: <laughs> I don't know why I'm reading The whole thing this is like I've ordered a drink before And literally looked at the menu And said medium chilled beverage forgetting that I needed to specify the yeah. actual drink as well. Um like <laughs> someone in love uh, Chet Baker. Yeah, choice. Oh my goodness.
10: Yeah, I'm a big I'm a big fan.
1: Wait, I mean how do you even begin to like choose for both of these artists? Like what song? They're just so good.
10: Well, I mean again, <laughs> this playlist if you get six songs, there's other songs from a day-to-day va- basis that I'm like, oh this is my favorite song. And I actually had Starman yesterday and i changed it to this song because <laughs> i like the groove on the song i, I mean yeah. it's just i don't think i've heard this one. Oh yeah it's a great it's I've a great heard. song yeah. um but i just i love all these artists and I, I can't pick a song because i i like all their songs yeah. i mean majority of it's them i like. like
1: maybe desert island albums is what we need ideally you'd have like the cds the full album so then you've got more songs to choose from yeah And you, know, you get cast away
10: It's or maybe you have no music. Do you carry CDs in your bag? (laughs) I used to. I used to travel with a bunch of CDs. Remember CDs? Yeah. And I would have all my little CD holders. Oh God! Yeah. Oh yeah. When I moved to England, the the
1: little yeah. I mean, when
10: I moved back to the United States from the UK, I was like the majority of what I was taking back was my books and my CDs, and then now I just. Then now where are they? Just yeah, they're, they're cast away. They're cast away, <laughs> yes.
6: <laughs> yeah,
1: they're just God. gathering dust. There is a site you can use, not to go too off on a tangent here, where you can actually sell the CDs now. And, I mean, they still have value because you can literally get the whole song off of them as well, which is fantastic. I, you can't do that with streaming, like, a lot of the time. I mean, if you pay for premium, of course you can. Oh,
10: right, you mean, like... The, like the physical, the you the physical, oh, no. you know, the
1: physical uh, file, like the the MP3 formats or whatever. Oh you know. right, right. It's still, you know, back in the day we used to rip CDs. Right, and I all remember that. that stuff. We used to. off a friend. Burn a CD. Yeah. Can you burn <laughs> Those this for me? The days have gone. They're <laughs> long gone. Do you remember if
10: you dig deep enough into
6: the? Oh yeah, I know. I used to have spindles and <laughs> exactly, spindles right. of like,
10: um, yeah, apps. blank discs. <laughs> I mean, I also had a lot of tapes too at one time. So. Nice.
1: Right, so we're gonna do Soul Love, David Bowie. Is and that- uh, like someone in love, um, Chet Baker. Okay. For your next uh, songs on your deserted island. Here we go.
3: I'm Forrest Guest station engineer, and you're listening to BFF.fm. Oh, the cable's fucked up.
2: Before the grave, a brave son Who gave his life to save the slogan That hovers between the headstone And her eyes, for they penetrate her grieving You love, a boy and girl are talking that they can share in you A love so strong it tears their hearts to
4: Lately I find myself out gazing at stars, hearing guitars like someone Into things like someone in love. Each time I look at you, I'm limp as a glove and feel Seem to walk as though I had wings, bump into things like someone in love, each time I look at you I'm limp as a glove, and feeling
2: Right.
1: We just heard heard Chet Baker and Like Someone in Love from The Wondrous Chet Baker Sings. Very relaxing evening album, if Mm -hmm. you have a chance to listen to that. And then we also had Soul Love by David Bowie and The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars, released 1972. Yes. Lovely jubbly. We were just talking about how the world went to shit after he died and he was part of the bond that kept everything together, I felt like yeah like you say he was a very prolific songwriter
10: very that's uh, what we were saying um earlier is that um whatever yeah if you want to talk about a prolific artist and oh writer God, yeah. he's pretty much uh, he's in a clear example of that and um yeah one of my favorites i mean i almost there's so many artists it's hard to pick <laughs> ones for six but I'm i was sorry. like i can't it's supposed to
1: be eight so well, not helping
10: well so the know? thing is on the first playlist i made i put like I did you know another group I put Jesus and Mary Chain. I was like, "Oh, I love that band." I was like, "No, I'm going to put David Bowie over that." <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Not to say that I, I you know, it's just hard because all music has a place, but Yeah. Yeah, so how would
1: you survive on your desert island? <laughs> how how would you do survival wise? A couple d- of days? Like a couple of weeks?
10: Um I don't know. I don't Depends think Depends what the
1: resources are there, right?
10: I think that if I was on a desert island I might be out of luck. Are
1: you quite resourceful?
10: <laughs> I don't
1: <laughs>
6: do you feel like, like, like camping.
10: <laughs> not really. I mean, I I can do uh I'm not much of a camper, I have to say. I'm yeah. um, I, I I'm a kind of person that I can go to like Mendocino, Ukiah mm-hmm. in northern California. The hills, and then find like a, a hotel. Like, nice. <laughs> I find a, a, no, actually, I could do a yurt. Yeah. And okay. I've done that before out. Uh, kind of like glamping. Yeah, glamping like in the hot springs, I can do that. Um, nice. It's not that I wouldn't do camping, I, I did some festival camping because I was working at the festival, okay. um, music festivals back in the day. Austin, did you do South by Southwest? Um, I, mean, I guess that's less of I a be-
1: festival, you don't camp there. No, I, set, right? I
10: did perform um, during that time nice. for like an unofficial showcase uh, quite a while ago, but I, um, I used to do some, help, again, through Bread and Roses, we were having, trying to spread the word about the great work we're doing in the community. Um, there was a festival called Kate Wolf, that was up north, that was a really great festival. very and specific name, is it like a- She was a singer-songwriter. Okay, cool. Yeah, she was very, you look her up, she's also uh, very well-respected. Nice, in, um,
1: was, what was the festival? It was actually called Kate Wolf? It was
10: her, fe- yeah, oh, it was nice. her festival, Kate nice. Wolf. She's also has passed on, but um, oh. but our founder, the founder of Bread and Roses, Mimi Farina, who was, uh, also has passed on, um, her she was a sister of Joan Baez. So that's the connection. And Mimi used to also perform a lot at that festival. Okay. She I think she headlined and did a lot of different things. So um so yeah so usually Bread and Roses is next to the organization Seva. They have booths that they are next and Seva is Wavy Gravy's organization, mm-hmm. his foundation. So um, it's all kind of it's all connected. You know yeah. the Bay Area has a rich history obviously of music and so once you kind of get into the music world here or working for organizations that are doing kind of humanitarian work, you you get, you meet a lot of different people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Now, I'm, I'm very conscious of the fact I said AR. No, A&R earlier. And I was A&R. paranoid that I was talking about accounts receivables, <laughs> which is a very different vibe. But artist <laughs> repertoire. Yeah, artist the, and
10: repertoire. repertoire that is that. right. That's that like is... my
1: dream job. Like I literally would love to do that as, as my life, like just to you know f- scout for bands. I, I try and do it on this show, you know.
10: Well, in <laughs> you know a way, you
1: are, and <laughs> yeah, I think
10: right. that's yeah, <laughs> it's, it's my own <laughs>
1: way of doing it.
10: <laughs> it is a good. I think it's. A, I think it would be. It's a great. I think that would be a very exciting job, yeah. but also it must be a
1: hustle, hard I mean, too. You, to, you have to hustle, but then also the org that you're doing it for is such a wonderful org that you know. I'm sure artists are more than willing a lot of the time.
10: Yeah, I mean, the thing is, it's just, it's wonderful work, and um, I'm, you know, I've been very blessed to just be in this, in this uh, Bay Area, and well, I live in San Francisco, but long enough to have those, have connected, yeah. and kind of build up my network of people and stuff, you know, I wanted to move to New York City, that was like my first thing after after moving, in being in, in England, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I have to go to New York, you know, I have to be a singer songwriter there but um i i was having a really hard time finding anyone that was going to help me like put me up for like a, you know a few Powerful. weeks to get my yeah. feet oh,
7: yeah.
10: like get on my feet and yeah. then i just said oh the next best thing is san francisco but then i winded up meeting people right away here and then um performing so i just kind of yeah settled in yeah but you never know i mean i i have nothing holding me back well i want to definitely um one of the things with the new album, EP, I want to start taking my music on the road. So I do want to go and perform in New York. I want to, um, like I said, my photographer is there. Yeah. Um, so that is definitely on the plans. But I, I want to, you know, I think spend time in all those places and just see where life takes me. Yeah. The journey takes me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good stuff.
1: All right. Let's get your next uh, original song on. Okay. So this one, yeah, I'll let you introduce it.
10: Yeah, this is uh, another song that I um, recently released, and it's called Revelator.
1: Lovely jubbly.
7: We build a bridge
3: best frequencies
1: forever do a weird solo clap with a (laughs) surgical glove (laughs) (laughs) kind of unusual sound there that was lovely stuff i mean all your songs are wonderful francesca so good to hear them again
10: that means a lot to me i've been really really getting back into my work as an artist and so um i really believe in this material and i want I wanted to get out to larger audiences. <laughs> Absolutely,
1: yeah. We're well, on yeah. BFF now as well, which is great. You yeah. Know, get have you played on BFF before? BFF. No, I FM? don't think oh, nice. so.
10: I don't think I have. It's so. a good
1: platform to, to get your music out there. Really good community radio station in the Bay. Actually, Best of the Bay. One won Best of the Bay Best radio. of the Bay.
10: Well, this is great. And I, I'm just really happy to share this material, yeah. the new songs. And, um, and again, you know, if you want um, to, the, the studio recording is really great. Yeah. Um, and it has the full the full band, um, some beautiful pedal still on there as well on this, the last track I played, um, Revelator. So again, you can go on Bandcamp. You can also look up my name, Francesca Lee. You'll mm-hmm. find Revelator on there. Um, you can only really get it on Bandcamp or at my website now, nice. which is okay. francescaleemusic.com. Nice.
1: And Bandcamp is francescalee.bandcamp.com. Lovely stuff. Yeah. All right, so we're coming towards the end of the show. Wow, it's gone really quickly. So we, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about Liverpool because you did uh, spend some time in Liverpool. You went to the I Liverpool did. School of Music. Is that the
10: so it's Paul McCartney's uh, uh, known as a Paul McCartney Paul McCartney School. He founded wow. it. Um, it was def- it's definitely his baby. Um, he he developed that school. Um, it's an arts it's an arts university. Um, the actual name is the Liverpool Institute for Performing Arts. Nice. For short, we refer to it as LIPA. Um, and, um, yes, I I got on the – I um, was on the music course there. And
1: Post-grad or are we talking like – I did the were... BA
10: uh, music wow. course, so performing arts. So
1: after, after – um, I always get mixed up here. But college – this was your college, like, you know, when you were 18, 19?
10: Yeah, of? pretty much. I mean, that's um, the only uh, formal college yeah, yeah. Um, that I went to. And wow. – um, and I a it, trip. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy. It, I mean, I just, you know, I turn ah, I must have just turned 18. And then I was there. And big I, it was 1999. It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was a, a wonderful experience. Um, uh, I, you know, I, I learned a lot there. And, um, you know, it's just um, I'm glad that I took that that risk to g- just go ahead and go on and do Absolutely, something out of yeah. my comfort and go for you know at the time which was this big dream like oh well you know and Not then easy i see 18
1: either like doing yeah. all, going that far away from home as well i mean i remember how hard it was for me at 18 i actually had to restart university because yeah. i was really struggling as an 18 year old 19 year old really? like mental health things and stuff like that i had to reset and go back but you know, going to a, uh, was it in the same country? I was in England then. Yeah, this is you know for you, you, you were completely changing. Like, yeah, but I was consonants. still.
10: I was you know when I look back now that my age then I was so young. I mean, yeah. I really, I.
1: Liverpool's a great place to be, though, is it? it was it
10: was a it was very much fun. I mean, I my college life was a lot different. I mean, <laughs> we are art. We were in an art school in Liverpool. I mean, at Paul McCartney School. Everybody there is first off, everyone's head is so big. So <laughs> I'm. I'm at the Paul McCartney School, so everybody <laughs> thinks that they're amazing, and then you're amazing, and we're all special because we're we're here in this bubble together. Um, but you know, it was, and so you know, there were lots of lots of parties, lots of very surreal, crazy stuff. Did you meet Paul? I did. Um, I I, did I met Paul. Him. I have because he you was a chat at. With him? He we, he talked to me um, when so he good. was at my graduation. When we uh, he was giving out our BAs um the you know the well the fake ones Is they give the you on the... the yeah right that, that and thing. so he was there and what? and then he shook my hand and then you know said basically you know something along the lines of like you know you very proud of how you you know your accomplishment and and keep on you know living your dream and nice. and thank you so much for all your hard work you know it was that kind of thing but I still got to meet him and that's so cool. And he then we had a picture um he was down in the lounge afterward, and then we there was more chances to you know go up to him and speak to him. Yeah. He used to come to the school quite a lot, actually. Um, but every time I heard that Paul McCartney was there, everybody would freak out and they right. would say, "Oh my God, Paul McCartney is down in the in the lounge." <laughs> and then I'm like, "I'm not going like to." And balcony. I'd be in a practice room. I'm like, "I am not going down there. Yeah. I'm going to go the opposite way because I don't want to get caught up in that." Yeah. So, so but it was a. Vi- I mean every few months I was at Lippa and I was there for three years because the BA course was a three year course mm-hmm. like in America, right? Four years. It was three years. Mm. Um, I mean, I didn't, I, uh, I, I would hear about it probably. Yeah. Every few months I'd hear that Paul McCartney was downstairs or somewhere. Or, yeah. Um, I didn't do this, the one-on-one. So one of the things I could have done in that school was that I had to choose between finishing my final project with, songwriting uh class or to do a final project which I wanted to make an album so I did that instead because I wanted to have something to show after mm-hmm. yeah after nice. I would yeah. but I could have had a one-on-one with Paul McCartney oh my god yeah but what the thing is then I wouldn't yeah. have had the yeah, music I
1: mean, you don't want to put all the emphasis on that either yeah 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 cool and how how was your uh, Liverpool accent while you were there you know, did you manage to develop a Scouse accent at any point? N- no, but, yeah. I,
10: um, but I, but d- uh, I, there is a video um, somewhere, a very old video. Maybe you might find it one day when it, once it leaks out, but I did do an <laughs> MTV um, uh, reality thing that was, they came over there and filmed me. And I, ca- I, I picked up kind of a Brit- uh, American British yeah. accent, whatever, you know, that kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. muddled accent. I have accent. friends
1: that live in Richmond uh, in London and they've, they've started developing that accent.
10: Uh, oh, I sounded, yeah, I definitely. Saying. People mm-hmm. thought I was british when i moved back to the united states <laughs> because i was still talking but it it took about 6 months yeah, to snap months. out of it and then i i felt i just like to you know i think what it is is i didn't try to sound british it's just right. that the the way i in the inflection in, in words enunciation people yeah. felt understood me more they right. they
1: you have to do it you have to uh, i have to do it here all the time right cuz no I, one understands when i say water no one <laughs> no one i've i've tried to teach my daughter but she wants to say it the other way all the time i can't you know <laughs> you, but you yeah. have to do it to get by don't you yes yeah and
10: rather. then and then also at the time my boyfriend who was um he was he's german my 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 boyfriend at the time he had kind of a British accent because that's how I he learned to speak English. English. Than people
1: sometimes. So, <laughs> so I'm
10: hearing him talk to me all day, and then so I start talking back. Oh, <laughs> so that's what happens. <laughs> I
1: know many Europeans that live on the main, mainland or you know the continent that speak better English than English people do. Like it literally they do, Danish. Yeah. Like oh, they Danish. So, yeah, they
10: don't they. They kind of sound like they like, have like what, a British.
1: You, <laughs> yeah, Swedish. Yeah, like I it blows me away every time I hear them.
10: Norwegian too. Yeah, Norwegian. Norwegians. They um because I went to school with a lot of Norwegians. They have pretty good. I mean, English way a yeah. proper way of saying things. Um,
1: they just switch between the two as well. You're like, what? What? what th- hang on. How do you do that? Like, you know, they're having kind of two conversations in two yeah. different languages. That's funny. Cool. All right. Well, let's get your last two uh, Desert Island songs on. We are going to have a special feature from my daughter who's going to introduce the last song in a bit. She's very busy right now, but (laughs) we'll try and get her out of that. Um, So the last two songs on your Desert Island discs are Stephanie Says by The Velvet Underground. Did you watch the documentary that came out recently? There's a documentary on them that's supposed to be amazing.
10: I have to watch that. I have not seen that yet. I haven't had time, but I... I just got around to watching my a uh, friend of mine, Ben Ben Fong Torres. Um, he had a documentary that was on Netflix as well about this whole of San Francisco. I watched that. Um, I watched it months ago. I watched it again. It's 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 wonderful. Check out that's a great documentary. But I have not gotten around to watching the Velvet Underground. One. What about
1: Get Back? Did you watch Get Back? The Beatles.
10: I did watch some of it.
1: Did you find it awkward?
10: No, I just, it was, it, you're talking about the one with the, all the, the one um, that, footage. The um,
1: Peter, what's his name, did from Lord of the Rings. Can't remember his name. Right. Yet, Peter um, Jackson. Eight yeah. hours of.
10: Yeah, it was just too long. <laughs> yeah, it's a bloody long time. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really long time. I couldn't
7: focus.
1: <laughs> I, I had my guest, uh, the guest from uh, like my last show, Artemisia Ariel, was talking about it. And she's such a big fan of the Beatles that she couldn't watch it. Sometimes it I'm like, I'm like, like going to band too. practice.
10: That's like, a lot of times, this is a weird thing. I'm the same way. When I have someone that I really love, like artists, I don't want to see
0: them. Yeah.
10: Because they're like, I kind of in my own, they're, they're in my precious world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super. It's super, yeah.
1: Yeah, so Get Back, a tricky one to, to listen to or watch back. I would recommend it. It does get less awkward as it goes on, and then it has this, I don't want to give away too many spoilers. And I totally did this on the last show. Yeah. But the fact that they play at the top of the Apple building and everything it's just it's just amazing how it, the the ending to it. The first one is really hard. I would mm-hmm. say watch the second two. Watch the second. Okay.
10: <laughs> yeah. I I did because that was on Disney, right? They had you yeah. had to get that. A lot of people had to subscribe to get that. I did get that, and I did watch. I started to watch it, but I, yeah, I need to it's go a back. Tough one. Yeah, it's I just d-
1: good to have on in the background as well, you know.
10: Yeah, but I want to definitely. That's on my list. Yeah. All right, so let's get these on then. Went off
1: way on many tangents there, but Stephanie says the Velvet Underground from Peel Slowly and See, nineteen sixty-five to nineteen sixty-nine, and then Pink Moon by Nick Drake yes. from Pink Moon. What what yes. a song! Thank you for choosing this one. This <laughs> one of my, I think it's probably one of my Desert Island Discs as well. Pink Moon.
10: Oh yeah, it's a great song. I had other ones that I was might have chosen, but then I thought, no, you know, Pink Moon. It's a it's it's a great song. It's a solid one,
1: and you know they never managed to record him live. There's one video of him walking at a festival somewhere, and he's like six foot five or whatever. Right. That's the only video footage they Are ever you got of him. Yeah. You
10: know that's interesting because I, I have that makes sense. We never saw him play live, but I did see a documentary about yeah, that's him. Brilliant.
1: And his mum was really talented as well. You she his was.
10: Mom? I have heard his. Um, I had a, a Mary friend. Drake, is it
1: Mary? I, Something like it that. sounds familiar,
10: but I have. Um, she was, yeah. She had a really great voice. Um, she was also very talented. Um, a friend of mine about three years ago played me that for the first time. His mother's music. Yeah, I mean. But I had no idea. Um, but it was interesting. I watched some documentary about him and people that knew him, and sort of. He was always a very. There was always a mystery about yeah. him, but when you hear the. I think we're talking about the same documentary. I, I, I stumbled yeah, upon it's, something. It's
1: fantastic. Yeah, it's just beautiful. People that were around him at the time. Yeah. He was, he was very um, despondent about how he was being received. I think he went to Oxford mm-hmm. University yes. and he just wasn't really being like received very well.
6: Yeah.
10: And
1: it wasn't until posthumously, like, you know, <laughs> that suddenly people got into it. It's crazy.
10: That's amazing that he there was never anything live Recorded yeah. of him. I never even thought about that.
1: Yeah. I mean, his, but his recordings are just so, he Can probably he, did them in one take a lot of the time. But he, right. I think he was quite a perfectionist as well, you know, like in his sound.
10: And book. he's such, it's so, and he'll never really know how yeah. mu- how much influence he's had over uh, Countless, a lot yeah. of singer songwriters and what the, his sound, you know.
1: So his mum was called Bolly uh, Drake.
10: Okay. Alright. Oh, Ma-
1: so yeah, Molly Drake, but also Mary Drake. I guess I had, you know, sometimes they mix up the names right. um, for various reasons. Uh, but she lived till 1993 because Nick wow. Drake died much before that, right? Oh, he, he
10: died so young. He was, he he was in his twenties, right? Yeah,
1: it was ridiculous how how young. But he was also struggling with depression, and, and he was
10: living like with that. her at the time, yeah. and then. What was? It like sleep. It might it have been up one night, sleeping pills yeah, or something. Never came
1: back down. Yeah, sleeping pills. Overdose, maybe on that.
10: Right. So I knew so it was so. a medical, medic, medication type of thing.
1: Yeah. But yeah, I mean, at least his music lives on. And back to Pink Moon, one of the best songs of all time, and just the sound of it. Timeless. It just sounds incredible even now. All right, let's get these on. Stephanie says, <laughs> "I'm gonna say it one more time." Stephanie says, "The Velvet Underground, Pink Moon, Nick Drake." Thank okay. you, Francesca. Thank you. BFF.FM, best frequencies for her.
10: Bringing the underground to the foreground.
3: Stephanie says that she wants to know why she's given half her life she hates now, Stephanie says, says, when answering answering the phone, what country shall I say is calling? The sea is calling from across the world. Yeah. Uh-huh.
11: And I say say
1: You just heard Pink Moon, Nick Drake, and Stephanie Says by The Velvet Underground. Yep. So upcoming shows that's before we say our goodbyes and cast you away on your deserted island.
10: I know. That's a that's a wrap for my, um, my playlist. Yeah, my um, thank you. Upcoming shows. <sighs> I, wa- I wish I could say that there was something. Um, not at the moment, kind but there will be. Um, do you do open mics and stuff? You just turn up and... <laughs> Kind of more
1: in your 30s sort of vibe, um, right?
10: <laughs> not really. You've um, <laughs> grown,
1: grown out of that now.
10: <laughs> I mean, I could. Did you do I, it before?
1: Did Because you, you played the mics, Utah and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, I
10: played uh, open mics when I first moved to the city. Yeah. Um, I did some, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely met people, got kind of started with that, but I kind of quickly found also just smaller venues to play, mm-hmm. uh, like, coffee shops and stuff to yeah, play yeah. in. And so, I mean, I, but the open mics are great. Bazaar
1: Cafe is just out of this world, isn't it? I know yeah, they've changed yeah. ownership now, but it sounds like it's retained a lot it's of its own It's a great place.
10: Child. Yeah, it's great. It was one of the first places I played in San Francisco and one of the first shows I did. And that, yeah, the open mic there, um, I definitely... That was one of the first places I went to, and I still we, play? we both played at Bizarre Stock, didn't we? When we on the same oh, I think like, a long time ago, person set or something. I feel, I feel we like definitely we, were. we definitely played <laughs> together, yeah. like in the same thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, same day for sure. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, but open mics. Yeah, I think that uh, um, there's a good there's a big one at the Hotel Utah. Yeah. that's a popular 50, one.
1: Like 50 artists. I would love to go 1 show
10: up there one night. Um, but uh,
1: great, great burgers. If you, if you like burgers
10: yeah well i used to play there a lot actually with my nice. band and stuff back in the day and but that would be one that would be you know great to go to it's just you know trying to find the time to go to that but you know open mics are great because you get to meet people it's a great place to hang out play yeah. some songs and then make new friends absolutely yeah. mm- that's how this show started like
1: honestly like yeah that was the that's how the network began you know because i used to love jamming and when i first moved to san francisco in 2008 that was my way of meeting people. Like music is yeah. by far and away the best way I found to meet new people along the way. You know, I've met more people through music than any other any profession or anything like that I've done.
10: Right. For sure. Yeah, I but I typically don't do a lot of open mics, and this is why is that I already have um well actually, okay, so you, you were saying like, do you have any gigs? There is actually um something I can let people know. Um it's a little secret thing. I do play every other Sunday night in North Beach in San Francisco. Nice with Which... my father. He um so he's a musician, a great guitar player. Um I think that we might not be there for the next week or so, but if you now that I'm on the show, yeah. if you follow me on Instagram, you will see notifications when I'm playing there. Nice. I, I definitely post stories like I'll be at North Beach. And we don't I don't play originals there. I do mostly renditions we we do jazz we do um standards blues rock you know it's it's really great but it's a little bit of a different thing so that would be something that I'm always kind of doing but usually I don't that's why I'm saying I always have these other things that I do on the side side projects um with people so I have my own original stuff but I'm also don't be surprised if you see me uh in this in San Francisco playing a jazz uh a jazz set with, and you're like, and, you know, jamming, you know, at a, at a French bar, <laughs> 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 which is what it is, it's, it's, yeah. It's nice yeah. when we play in
1: covers. It's nice to, you know, it's a nice diversion at times.
10: I'm yeah. And we French are, and sure. we're, we're pretty sophisticated with yeah. what we do. I mean, it's not, it's not like just, uh you know, like you're going to, you're, you know, like you're not in, it's not. It, the covers are good. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good. And it's definitely a good don't vibe. do by request, right, like, yes, journey. We don't do that. No, it's more <laughs> just like, and a lot of jazz artists play it. Like this place we play at called Le Petit Paris. I think it's seventy-five. Oh, if I if I said that wrong, I'm sorry. But that's some um, on Broadway Street in San Francisco, and they have a lot of mostly, you know, professional Lovely. jazz players. But that's what the jazz guys do in San Francisco. They all they all play. Throughout the week, in restaurants, right. and different places, yeah. and was it
1: Tipsy's, Mister Tipsy's? That's a nice little place. There's Black Cat as well, which is oh awesome. yeah,
10: Black Cat. I've been that one is is getting to be um, kind of in the rotation. I've yeah. been hearing a lot of people playing there. Yeah, and
1: yeah, different venues that have stuck around. That's nice to see. Yeah,
10: Mister Tipsy's, I think it's like
1: Tenderloiny, it's okay. not far from Rickshaw Stop. Yeah, you can easily walk past it.
10: Well, the Tenderloin has history with jazz. I mean, the Bl- Black Hawk back in the day—that yeah. was a famous. Um, if anybody wants to go check out some San Francisco history, this this obviously this is no longer existent in San Francisco. But if you look up Black Hawk, um, that was a, fa- a very well known jazz venue in the Tenderloin, and you know on Spotify they actually have playlists as oh, well. Like you can that. look up Black um, Live at the Black Hawk, and it'll be somebody. Fantastic. Famous.
1: Didn't know that. Never heard of that before. Awesome. Thank you, Francesca. All right. Well, we are going to say our goodbyes now, but we are going to close out the show with one final original world exclusive.
10: Yes. And your... Best you're,
1: radio voice there.
10: I love that. Yeah. And your daughter is going to introduce it. Let's get it.
1: up to introduce it. Let's do this.
10: She seems like she's busy now.
1: <laughs> Let's do it. She'll, she'll be okay.
10: This
2: is a brand new
10: song by
2: Francesca Lee called... Um, Didn't we have a good time?
10: All right. Okay. Thank you, Zoe.
7: ain't been easy These days I don't have much to say Maybe that's enough Didn't we have a good time, baby?
1: amazing brand new song that's a brand new song how recent are we talking
10: um so i finished writing this song probably i want to say like maybe a couple months ago and then i but it's on the list of i want to i really want to get in the studio and and record this song um but this is one of the songs that i want to include with the rest of what we heard today would be on that album lovely Thank you
1: so much, Francesca, for being here today. Thank
10: you. It's
1: nothing short of a miracle that we managed to make it work with all the other, you know, extenuating circumstances. But I'm really grateful that you came all this way from SF to yeah,
10: and I'm grateful to be here. This is a great show, and I hope that you have many, many wonderful artists. Three hundred. It's amazing (laughs) that you know what that's commitment. There, Uh, that's consistency. (laughs) (laughs) For the love of music,
1: you know how it is (laughs) more than anyone. Cool. Well, take care. Happy Sunday, everybody. Go and check out Francesca Lee on all the things. Uh, She has a website, francescaleemusic.com. Yes, that's correct. And then that's also her um, Instagram, francescaleemusic, and then francescalee.bandcamp.com as well. And her new uh, album should be coming out in 2024.
10: Yes.
6: Lovely stuff. Thank you so much. Take care. Safe travels. Good luck with the new music.